welcome to the technical area, your weekly football manager podcast brought to you by me, your host, Gaffer Grima once again. I suppose a special welcome to everyone again as we begin our summer series on the podcast, where the plan is, whether I can contain my waffle or not, for the summer series to be a little shorter than normal, where episodes are a little shorter than normal, as I try to enjoy some of the freedoms that uh, Ireland has to offer as we try to return to normal following total lockdown, total closure during the last couple of months. So the episodes will come irregularly, as I said last week, as you know, and they'll also be coming from right around Ireland. As myself, Mrs. Gigi, we're travelling around trying to enjoy as much as we can, as safely as we can, as well, I suppose. And I'm relying on a little travel set as well. So apologies if the sound doesn't meet the usual standards. But I have a new lapel mic I'm relying on that I picked up from Amazon. I'm recording and editing on a new machine. The iPad mini which is currently in my hands. And my laptop as well for FM20. Even though you know I'm not going to be able to enjoy the, the football manager touch experience this summer. That I normally try to get involved in. And then of course recording studios would also be varying so the background noises could be a little bit distracting. I'll try to do my best to edit them out after recording as it ranges from where I am right now in the back of my car to my bedrooms to hotel rooms, wherever it is I can just manage to grab that quick 20 minutes, half an hour to get things done. But I suppose we may as well just jump straight in and get things going. This episode is all about pre-season and the reason is because I'm about to enter into a very kind of transitional period at Bayern Munich as I attempt to build the club back up again. I started 23-24 pre-season in a very, very strange place. And the thing is, with pre-season, we all know how important it can be because for most of us, it's where our save begins. And each session, sorry, as each season comes and the squads and challenges involve and change, the basis for any success is based on the work we can get done during that pre-season period. Whether it's transfers, whether it's training scheduled, friendly matches, whatever it is we're trying to get done during pre-season, that can set the standard, that can set the tone for how the rest of the season will go. And with any building, empire, dynasty, it all starts on that solid foundation. And hard work is a prominent principle in that foundation. And pre-season gives every manager and club the chance to put in the hard work in a manner in which they can control. Now, while presets are available and assistants can take control of FM20, how can we influence pre-season? How can we shape it to give us the underlying success we need for the season ahead? Now, as I said, as the episodes are going to be a little bit shorter, there won't be as many sources, so there's only going to be the two below and two very, very reliable places I've found over the course of FM20. The Guide to FM site, and Oliver Jensen's there's only one ball.com. So feel free to check those out below. I'm going to be in particular referencing part one of Oliver's um, pre-season posts that he has put up. But successful times for clubs arise when players are in their prime collectively. My own experience for pre-season is, was running and conditioning. And despite the game being based about controlling a ball and using space intelligently... Even as a goalkeeper, my own ability to keep up with midfielders in endurance runs 
dictated the amount of attention and abuse I was often given by coaches. It doesn't make sense, and I suppose for all coaches, for all managers, our perception of pre-season is changing as sessions are evolving and being tailored to individual players, as well as to kind of set groups and units. So while Mourinho won the unexpected with treble in Inter Milan in 2010, many coaches remained rooted in the ways of the past. Not the tactical periodization favoured by Mourinho, where the ball would be used from session one in pre-season. So even at the times we were all being shouted at by coaches, we weren't running far enough, we weren't doing enough press-ups, our sit-ups, our technique was failing in those conditioning sessions. Mourinho was advocating use of the ball to build up the conditioning of his players. And although he may receive much criticism from those in the past, it seems to be the way football is evolving, that coaches are beginning to move this way as well. And even high-octane football favoured by the likes of Jurgen Klopp and Mauricio Pochettino, they've been heavily criticised by outsiders because of the rigorous pre-season programmes they subject their players to. But then again, both teams had success reaching the 2019 Champions League final, played on the 1st of June in a season that started the previous August. And although the three-week gap saw a, a three-week gap between the end of the Premier League season in 2019 and that Champions League final possibly detracted from the match sharpness and quality of the game, the running, the intensity of the way that some of the play was done was, was to be noticed and to be admired because of the hard work those clubs, players, managers, coaches had put in in pre-season. Those rigorous programs where managers or sorry, where players would be subjected to high intensity sessions. Injuries would creep up, muscular injuries throughout the season would often cause criticism, but nonetheless, players were capable of competing still and running still at a very high level towards the latter stage of the season, that business end of the season where often so many teams do fall away. So in football manager 20, in football manager in general, what happens during the pre-season? Well, if you look at Guide to FM, it's very simple and it's very scary to see what can possibly happen. During the close season, there is a decline amongst your squad in various areas that will require your attention in planning. Match sharpness drops because of a lack of fixtures. Tactical familiarity is reduced because of a lack of engagement time with the tactics. Their players generally drop in their attributes because of a lack of training. Team cohesion drops, not just because of the new signings coming in, but also because of the lack of match time and training time. And of course, morale is often reduced as well, as there is nothing to be achieved. There is no sense of the players feeling good about what's going on. So during pre-season, what do you need to do? One of the first things you need to do is establish targets and objectives. And Oliver Jensen's really, really has a great piece that is talking about this. So Oliver's three key objectives for me during pre-season are to improve team cohesion and tactical familiarity, improve the players' fitness levels and overall physical condition and match sharpness, and boost morale wherever possible. So in order to improve cohesion and familiarity, Oliver has broken it up into different areas. Tactical familiarity is affected by mentality, passing style, creative freedom, pressing intensity, marking tempo with position role and duty. So having kind of continuity between the tactics you're using can certainly make it easier for your players to adapt to whatever formation it is you're playing. 
Morale and happiness are an area you need to target. So interactions with players praising, even during your team talks during pre-season friendlies, can make a big difference. Overall physical condition and match sharpness, another great place to monitor on that screen. You can download that, by the way, from Oliver's site. I have, and I made my pre-season very, very easy. And then the physio, physio recommendation, I set this to auto, because what this does is, it enables you to, to adjust the intensity of the player's training schedule, their, uh, their individual intensity levels. And by letting it go to auto, you can let the physio almost um, adjust the intensity to stave off injuries and you know to reduce any risks that may exist with your squad. Now, team morale is really, really important, especially during pre-season when some players might feel they deserve a new contract going into the new season after the last one. So keeping an eye on that during pre-season is often a very, very good indicator in seeing, you know, is there any issues arising and can you kind of nip them in the bud, as Oliver says. But the main objective for pre-season, really, as Oliver says, is to work on tougher sessions than you normally would during the season. To build to players' fitness levels so they can avoid becoming jaded later in the season. And while fatiguing your players during the season is a, something you do want to avoid, during pre-season it's acceptable because that builds up the players' fitness levels. But during pre-season as well, as Oliver says and his guide to FM has already said, you need to rethink your training approaches, that not to use what you'd standardly use during the mid-season match week. So in guide to FM, general training sessions are, are kind of um, advocated, encouraged, because these address attribute decline from pre-season in sessions that target multiple areas. Fitness and conditioning must be a high priority, especially in general training. Cohesion needs to be addressed in targeted sessions, with it gradually returning to normal scheduling as you approach the end of the pre-season period. Match preparation training is also a great kind of session to throw in, but try and turn them closer to your games. Because what these will do is they'll address tactic familiarity, and by keeping your tactics the same without significant tweaks during pre-season, this can increase the development of familiarity. Rest days are also something you should avoid during pre-season, but instead having reduced workload days, where players kind of recover, they might do something like team bonding, they might do community outreach, instead scheduling sessions like that in to reduce intensity, not to stop the training altogether. An individual training should also be something that you should avoid. Instead, focus on the collective during pre-season. And once you kind of get towards the start of the season, then you go focus on developing the individual with the new match week schedule that you tend to follow. Oliver's pre-season FM20 training schedule is also an excellent example of something to follow. Breaking it down into four phases. A welcome back week, or a hard week focusing on team bonding, tactical familiarity work, but really where the players are working hard with endurance and physical sessions. Phase one, which is kind of week two, it's a case of it's another week of hard work with a match at the end. Phase two, that's weeks two and three, kind of a pre-season, or sorry, weeks three and four of pre-season, even weeks five as well. If you're lucky enough where you have a double match week, so it's kind of a match midweek and a match the weekend, where you're focusing on match sharpness and tactical work in your training sessions. And finally, phase three, where physical work is reintroduced, but the match intensity is tapered off with a game a week and a match practice session scheduled so the players aren't too fatigued as the season begins. Taking control of your fixtures is also important. It's a mistake I've made by allowing the assistant to schedule friendlies 
and it's something I've now taken control of in FM20 and it's possibly something I would strongly advise and suggest you do as well. This guide to FM says one to two friendlies per week is advisable where you have, when you have more friendlies the emphasis often on tactical development not on the physical work and physical work is a really really strong underpinner of the, of the season as we all know because you can't really do hard running hard work sessions during the season when you're playing one to two competitive games a week and as Oliver says that one to two matches per week trying to focus on Tuesday and Saturday game times or even Wednesdays and Saturdays or Wednesdays and Sundays whichever works for you but they're often the best way to work it so where do I go from here? Well, every manager at Worth Assault knows a strong pre-season can be the difference maker in a long season. While in FM we enjoy a COVID-free experience, the upcoming pre-season will be eye-opening to see what is achievable in a short space of time ahead of the 2021 season, where some clubs are approaching with unnaturally long and others with unnaturally short breaks into that new season. Pre-season tours to generate revenue and to garner international support and attention will not be a feature this summer in real life. But in FM terms, planning these tours in a careful and thoughtful manner can bring the benefits both on and off the pitch. And final word I give to Guide to FM once again with regards your length. The longer your pre-season, the lesser the impacts the off-season and the better the players return to pre-season and to the season. However, fitness and fatigue are an issue that needs to be thought about very, very carefully. Though if you have a big squad, you can rotate better so you can accommodate a longer pre-season better. But if you're someone who has a small squad, maybe you're working in lower league management, a shorter pre-season may work for you as you can't rotate and give the players the necessary rest periods and training periods that they will need. Now just before you go off to plan your pre-season, or even write down some thoughts because you may be mid-season right now. Why not leave a positive review of the podcast? Share on your socials, your followers, if you've enjoyed it too. Any kind of support is really, really appreciated. Any feedback, I always appreciate it. And you know, it helps the podcast to grow. As I've already said, lockdown restrictions are beginning to ease in Ireland. And as the summer goes on, my recording time will be curbed. Episode length will be curbed. But your support during the pandemic, during total lockdown, was really appreciated as I kind of returned to regularly podcasting. So please, I can ask that patience and support to, you know, to, to help through this kind of transitionary period I'll be going through now as well. Links below to the socials for me, Gaffer Graham, the, the podcast, the technical area and the site be found down below. If you want to follow along with the blog posts where I'll tell the story of Bermuda in more detail. It was a busy day today. Not only writing the script for this podcast, but have three episodes, three episodes, three blog, blog blog posts ready to come out as well. You'll see them coming out staggered form over this week, probably Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. The weirder community interactions from a vital part of the podcast. So get involved for those votes, add, add, asking your questions, add, adding additional comments, whatever it is. Really appreciate because it's something that the community said when it comes to preseason. A balanced approach is the best approach. And that's what I've tried to get in here. Balancing game times and balancing training sessions. And look, that's where Guide to FM and Oliver Yen's kind of their input really came into place here. The music for this podcast is from Pond5. It's been edited to make it a little bit shorter, a bit more kind of appropriate for a podcast. But if you want to listen 
or more of this kind of stock music, you're up for stock images, stock videos, or you want to start your own podcast, you want your own theme song, check out Pond5. Not a sponsor, just have to give credit where credit is due. Thank you for listening to this shortened podcast. If there's anything you want to even suggest that I could record in these shortened sessions, please get in touch and let me know. Enjoy your FMing, stay safe, keep washing those hands, keep social distancing and wearing those masks. But until next week, I've been Gaffer Graham. This has been the Technical Area. I'll talk to you then. Bye.